Welcome to episode one of the Hit or Miss podcast, where we bring you reviews, impressions, and hopefully some laughs along the way. My name's Alec. And I'm Jake. And this is actually a re-recording of episode one. Um, after we recorded episode one, it went way over time, like almost an hour. So we actually decided to cut the misadventures segment, at least for now. We might implement it later down the road. But for the first segment, we're going to do aimless chat and what this segment is it's a segment about random ideas and thoughtful conversation it can really be anything we either of us want to bring up but for today's episode it's jake's turn so i'm gonna give it to you jake all right thanks alec so my topic for this week is uh actually an idea i had for an episode of black mirror if you don't know what black mirror is it's kind of like a modern day twilight zone kind of deal where there's a kind of a cool story that really wouldn't work in any other show you couldn't make a full show about it but it was a cool story that most of the time has some kind of plot at twist at the end so i was thinking about that the other day after i saw some kind of contest that said hey think of the next the best episode of black mirror and who knows it might end up as an actual episode of black mirror so i started thinking that a few years ago alec had this uh this feature on his i think it was a nintendo ds right alec the the where you pass by somebody and when you pass by them it said if they had the DS as well, they would like let you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I actually remembered the correct name of it after oh, wow. recording okay. our first one. It's actually called Street Pass, and it's basically like a little setting that you put on, and it's like how it, it only works when you put your DS to like sleep. Okay. And then when you pass by somebody that also has the function enabled, then it's like shares your guys's like uh, gamer tag or friend code to each other. Okay. So that they, like, appear in your little mini-me plaza. So it's like their me is in your system now, basically. Okay. okay. So, yeah, it was basically based off of that same kind of idea where when you pass by somebody, it recorded that you passed by them, but a little bit... And, and it would keep track, like, uh, what you were probably about to mention is it does keep track of how many times you've passed by right. the same person. Right, exactly. So it would keep track of how many times you've passed by a certain person. Uh, this would be a little more detailed, so it would know uh, what time you passed by them, exactly where you passed by them. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be a DS, but it would be something kind of like augmented reality where you're, like, your glasses or your contacts kind of keeps track of that and shows it like kind of in your side view. Uh it's kind of cool because I thought about that. I've often wondered, like, how many times have I driven by the exact same person in my life? Have I driven by them 42 times? Is there one person that I've driven by every single day of my life and I've just literally never noticed it? Because you're so focused on driving or all these other things that you just can't remember passing this one specific person. So I thought about that often. And I thought it would be kind of cool if there would be some way to keep track of it. So... It just kind of led to me to this idea of like how many times has somebody passed this and recording that. And in this episode of the show, they decide to release a new feature where it keeps track of not only that, but the, any kind of criminal activity, activity they've ever had in their life. So if they've ever uh, murdered somebody, assault, battery, all of that, it does all that same kind of deal, but it keeps track of that. And with the release of that, everybody's kind of freaking out like they're afraid to go outside anymore. They're afraid to go to the store anymore because they don't want somebody they've passed by 30 times that they thought was a great person to end up being so bad. And the main character of this episode freaks out about it so bad that they literally don't leave their house anymore. They go to the point of insanity where they just 
have to stay inside. They won't even look in the mirror. They won't walk in, see any of their roommates. They just feel like they want to stay in the same place. And at the end of the episode, the main character has to go outside because it's time to go grocery shopping or something that they just can't avoid anymore in order to survive. And as they walk outside, the camera kind of pans and goes from the first person view that you've been seeing the entire episode and turns into where everybody else is seeing this main character. And this whole time that you've been paying attention, you've been thinking that this character has been afraid of meeting a murderer or, or a rapist or something bad. But as the camera pans, it actually shows your stats and you're the person that's been the murderer, the rapist, the all these crazy things. And they were actually just afraid to go out and be known as this person now. And I thought that'd just be an insane plot twist. Yeah, like, for this, sure. This whole time I like that think, a lot. This whole time you think like, oh, they're just scared to go out because they don't want to get killed or murdered or anything. And it actually ends up being them. The other way around. Where yeah. It's like they're afraid to be judged. Basically, right. They've been afraid to be based judged. Based on past ex- actions. Right. And like it's it scares them to the point where like, they don't want to go outside. And I feel like that's a totally understandable thing. Anybody doesn't want to be judged. Like nobody likes being judged. So it's relatable on a personal level. And on this episode, it makes sense too. Because this whole time you've been afraid that everybody else has been a murderer. And you kind of overlook the obvious. As a yeah, viewer, not, sure. not not the actual character, but as a viewer, that's right. what you're thinking. Yeah, you're like, oh man, I feel bad, so bad for this person. They're like trying to hide away from all these crazy people. But... Right, like they think it's a decent life, and in reality, they're actually the bad person. Oh yeah, and I would love to watch more of these episodes Black Mirror with you sometime. Yeah, because we've or at least... seen, I think we've yeah. only seen, what, three episodes each, four episodes? Um, or have you seen more than that? I saw the National Anthem one. I, I'm pretty sure we both seen the one with the contact lens. Yeah, where you can rewind or whatever. Or whatever. You can see your, your memories, memories over. Right, yeah, I've seen that um, one. There's been a I've few seen... other, but I don't remember what the, the plot line is, actually. Oh, okay. And I've seen the one with Shut Up and Dance where the kid gets basically blackmailed that he has to do such oh, yeah. and such things. And then, like, I think I told you the playtest one is fantastic. Right. Yeah, so, like, oh. I would definitely be game with watching those episodes with you. Maybe we could even uh, implement them into the show a little bit more and talk about them as we watch them, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would love that. But anyway, um, that was just my yeah. idea of a good episode of of uh, uh, Black Mirror, and it just seemed like something random that I've always wanted to talk about, and I've thought about it here for about three or four weeks now, and just kind of wanted to share it with Alec and a couple of my other friends and see what they thought and everybody i shared it with was like yeah that's actually a really good show idea that you could implement into this series yeah for sure i love that series but yeah definitely a good idea i could definitely see it being a like an episode perfect all right so if you are all set jake we're gonna move on to the main segment of the show hit or miss where we uh jake and i take turns reviewing either games movies tv shows apps products pretty much anything that we can think of um we try to keep it current but i'm sure there's going to be times where we bring up something that we just really loved in the past yeah something we want you guys to experience as listeners at least to try it yeah definitely we just hope the goal of this is to like either give us give us uh, our impressions on something that's current and out and then hopefully tell you to avoid it or try it out (laughs) all right all right so for my first one is it's red dead redemption 2 and 
for those of you that may not know, it's like a Western open world action RPG type of game, and it's made by the people that made Grand Theft Auto. So, of course, it's going to be like highly sought after. If you haven't heard about this game, I'm going to be kind of shocked. <laughs> so, so they play um, the first one before they play the second one. Is it necessary? Oh, actually, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't think about that. But you do not have to play the first one because okay. this is actually a prequel. Because the only f- version I've ever played was the uh, the Red Dead Undead, I think is what it's called. Oh, the Undead Nightmare? Yeah, that's the only like thing that. I've ever played. Yeah, that's like original. its own okay. story expansion thing. Okay. But yeah, you do not have to play the first one in order to understand this. I, there's, I will say there's characters that you'll see from okay. Red Dead Redemption in this one, but it kind of makes sense because it's a prequel. It takes place, like I think, like 10 years prior to the first one oh, or something okay. like that. I did that. not know that. So it's pretty, it's pretty like recent, but that's not a huge spoilers because it's, it's like well known knowledge okay. at least when you start up the game. Um, and okay, so does my review contain spoilers? It does not. Um, I'm not very far in the game. I'm probably about ten hours in or so. Um, okay. And I know I'm not that far in the story at all. And. Why did I try it? It's because um, I've always wanted to try a game like this because I, I totally skipped out on the first one and I mostly don't really care for Westerns, but just the way they created this game, I was like, I got to try it because it seemed like it was right up my alley. Even I will say that uh, from a marketing standpoint, they did an excellent job hyping this game. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially the, um, what really grabbed me is when they came out with the actual gameplay um trailers where it was like a narration of what you could do in the game okay i was like yep okay (laughs) um so for this review i'm gonna list off three pros and two cons um my first pro is that it has very immersive gameplay graphics and story i told jake about this before it's got some of the best graphics i've ever seen seen in a game period especially in an open world game i would say it's the best graphics i've seen that blows me away so, yeah. they have this available on Xbox and PlayStation 4, correct? Yeah, Xbox it, One and PlayStation 4. Is it 4K nope. enabled in either one, or is this... Yeah, because th- from what I heard, um, they had like a graphics comparison, and it, it's kind of weird. So, the, the it looked best on Xbox One X, Okay. and then PS4 Pro, then PS4, then just standard Xbox. Okay, that's kind of what I expected. Yeah, and then there's no word on PC release okay. yet. If it's okay. if it's gonna follow suit for like any other Rockstar game, it's gonna be at least six months before you see it on PC. Gotcha. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's. I I'm really shocked that an open world game like this has has grabbed me as far as like the main missions because like I actually care about the characters in the main mission. In most open world games, you don't, for the most part. Um. It has a very amazing realistic world um that's my other pro and what i mean by that is that it's just the night and day cycle is amazing though there's like rain and thunder and lightning storms in it and it's like super realistic um your beard actually grows over time and so does your hair and you can only get certain um hairstyles and trim your beard in certain ways depending on the length it is okay and like you actually um what else? Uh, your horse poops. 
so that's always good. Okay, um, <laughs> so it's, it's almost hyper-realistic. Yeah, and then um, I thought this was cool feature too, depending on where you are in the world, like where the climate and how you're dressed affects like your health. So if you're in a really cold area of the game and you're not dressed appropriately for it, your health actually drains. So you could essentially freeze to death. I, I haven't can... witnessed it personally, but I, that's what I've heard. I can see how some um, people would not like that. But like I'm a man for detail, so to me that's just awesome. Just yeah, saying, and, I haven't played the game, but like this, just hearing from you, that's a, I would appreciate that. Yeah, and this was kind of the open world game I've been waiting for, where it's just teetering on that fence of like in between a realistic game and simulation. Okay, okay. Um, and there's tons of options of customization. That I actually just found d- dug into these a little bit. Um, you can even engrave your weapons you can put different patterns on them you can uh, put different metals on them so that you can customize your revolvers you have to even clean your gun in order for it to work properly again you have and then you can customize your horse you can customize your like satchel you can customize your clothes you can there's dozens of customization options you can get different ammo types what have you okay uh but last pro is there's lots of great mini games and side quests to do you can do bounty hunts. Um, you can go golf. Uh, I almost said golfing. It's you can like... go fishing. <laughs> you can go fishing. You can hunt. You can play poker, which I did that for an hour, and it was. I think super I saw fun. that you doing that the other oh, day. Yeah, and then I think there's blackjack in it. I know there's plenty of other ones that I haven't just got to yet. Okay. Um, you can even do that mini game where you have like a knife and you're going to across oh, your fingers. No. You know? yeah, that, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's called like full, five finger fillet or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I, I'm sure there's tons more, and I just okay. haven't got to them yet. I would say my two cons real quick, because I'm kind of going long in this one, is that the shooting mechanics aren't the greatest. It feels like you need to put on the aim, aim assist on just so you can actually shoot. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I've been testing myself by putting the aim assist options pretty low, and for the most part, it's fair. But there's some times where I'm like, okay, I feel like I should have shot him. But it's just, they're kind of weird. You just got to get used to them. Okay. Um, but it's totally, I think if you give it time, it's doable. And you can always adjust the options to make it work for you. And then I think how it handles the crime is kind of weird. Cause, and I only bring this up because as soon as I got done with this mission, where I just killed literally like 40 people, <laughs> I went out of this house after searching the cabin because it was part of the story mission. And there was the dead guy that got killed during like a cutscene, And I looted his body. And then it said, I'm wanted. And there was like nobody around me, as far as I know. That's I was out in the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, the game cares that I just looted this dead guy, even though there's like 80 people around me that are dead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... I would say other than that, it's a perfect, it's, I shouldn't call it a perfect game because there's no such thing, but it's pretty close to like one of the most impressive games or coolest games I've played. I I think it's too early to tell for me that it's like game of the year or like one of my favorite games of all time, but I, it's definitely broke past a lot of games that I've played okay. like in terms of my ranking. And okay. I encourage anybody to like at least give it a shot and rent it, so it's definitely a hit for me. Okay, so so you definitely would recommend it as a as a game yeah, to try. I, would, I totally understand people if they don't like it, 
But I just say at least give it a try. Okay, if you had to make pick one thing to make it better, what would that be? I think definitely the shooting. The shooting? Like, if they just made the shooting mechanics just a little bit better, I think it would be, like, almost flawless. Okay, okay. I understand that. So I'm going to stick right on the uh... – are you, are you finished with that? I should ask you that oh, first. Yeah, yeah okay. totally. I'm going to stick right on the video game review idea. I don't play a lot of video games anymore, unfortunately, but I do still have my few that I love. And uh, I'm a big sports fanatic. So I picked up NBA 2K19. I think it was the day it came out. I had played like the prelude, which was like a kind of like a demo that you could play the part. And it was, I was okay with it. So I picked that game up. Uh, brief description for the game. Uh, Video game that's part of an ongoing franchise of NBA games. It has multiple features, like My Career, where you can play as just one player. Franchise, where you run a specific franchise in the NBA, like the Pistons, the Clippers, the Lakers, that kind of deal. And you kind of run the front office. And there's a lot more of street ball kind of deal and online plays as well. Uh, why'd I try it? Was a big sports fanatic, as I said. Played a lot of the NBA 2K series in the past. As far as I can remember back, actually. Uh, like all video games that have to do with sports. So I, obviously it was kind of like an obvious deal. Anytime a new sports game comes out, I'm buying it because I have to play it. Uh, played it for about a month on and off, honestly, right after it came out. Probably about a grand total of 40 hours of gameplay, which to me is a fair amount of time to make a proper decision on whether or not the game is good or not. Oh, yeah, I would say that's totally fair because that's mostly what the time it takes to beat like a story mode of right, the game or right. something. So totally and, fair. So I have a couple pros, a couple cons, and then we'll go over the rest of it. So the pros, great graphics. The graphics are unbelievable. You can see sweat, the detail of the characters, the actual likeness of the NBA versus the real-life appearance of these players. is unbelievable how you know who that character is back in the day. You used to play these NBA games, and you were just kind of like, well, I think this is who it is. But now the physical likeness is unbelievable. Um, the multiple gameplay modes, that's another pro for me. Having the ability to play as my career, where you can play as just one specific player and advance them through their their series of events and the stories that happen with it is pretty cool. Being able to switch it up when you get bored and play a season or play or play a specific like street ball, three-on-three kind of mode, that's kind of cool too. So you don't have to just play your one mode and get bored of it. The, the my career storyline, I've always liked watching that or playing that because... You play a video game or sports game, you don't expect the storyline to be very good. You just expect it to be about some ball player going out and shooting the ball. But they create they create backstories behind it, so you kind of get a little bit more emotionally involved with this player. And as a person that loves RPGs and sports, I really need that in my life to be fully connected to a career mode if they say it's a story. And they've always done a fairly decent job with that, even though some of the nicknames they come up with are a little bit cheesy like orange juice <laughs> that that one's from a few years back as bad as it is it was my actually the cool thing is that that was michael b jordan was the voice and actual face of the other counterpart with you so now oh. that michael b jordan's become this really top dog guy it was it's kind of cool getting to look back at that i knew him from creed and a couple different things before that but now everybody knows the name michael b jordan so they have big names but I do have a couple cons, and when I say a couple cons, these cons completely outweigh the pros. First of all, 
it has absolutely horrible mechanics to me. So when I go to dribble the ball and all this, it makes it's getting harder and harder for me to play this game. I don't play video games as much as I used to, like I said. So when you have to be using both control sticks and and, and hit the stick up at just the right time and down to be able to perform this dribble move, it takes a lot away from me because I I can't do that anymore. I just I want to be able to play the game and to not be able to do this, you basically can't compete anymore. You're just you're going to you're going to lose. If you don't know how to do these dribble moves, you're going to lose. Okay. Uh, absolutely biggest con for me is when I play the my career mode, it only lets you set the the actual difficulty down to pro, which is for somebody that sucks and wants to just be able to play and have some fun, it's still really hard, especially with these mechanics. So I get extremely frustrated, like rage angry, like about ready to throw the <laughs> controller on the ground because I just I can't shoot or score. And that brings me to the last one, the abs- the last con, which is probably the highest con for me, is shooting is impossibly hard for me. It has this meter where you're supposed to shoot it and you're supposed to like release at the same exact time and get this it's called a green bar and if you get the green bar you're basically going to make it everything else from there is user timing and if you don't time it right you're going to miss so I've got a guy that's supposed to be like 90% good at dunking and misses dunks right up close and it just like I said it makes me angry to the point where I, like, I don't want to play it anymore so that brings me to the hit or miss to me it's an absolute miss as far as you can be away from a hit. Uh, would not recommend this game to anybody to ever try to play. If you've been a fan of the 2K series, if you're new to NBA or new to video games that are sports, do not buy this. I'm, I'm pushing it as far as that away as possible. It's got microtransactions, which ruins it for me. And I don't want to sound like the rest of the people in the world. They're like, oh, microtransactions ruin video games. But it does to me. I spent $70 on top of the actual cash I spent for this specific game to try to make my character better, and I'm still really bad. And that makes me angry because I expect to be able to turn on a game and be able to get better at it just by playing the game. But everybody else playing alongside of me is paying money to get better, and I just can't win. So if I could do one thing to make it better, I would say lower the difficulty settings. Allow me to change the difficulty low. If you don't want me to get trophies or achievements or any of that, that's fine. If I set it to a certain point and if I set it to that point and the game says you can't get these trophies, fine. I won't be upset. I get it. I just want to play the game to have fun and currently I'm not having fun playing this game. So to me, 2K series is not worth it. If you're going to buy an NBA game from this year, buy live. NBA live. And that's saying something because... That game's been far below expectations for years to go. So that's it for yep. me. And from what I've heard, it's been kind of on upswing now. Yeah. Hopefully NBA, NBA Live. Well, shoot. Well, I'm sorry that one of your favorite sports gaming franchises sucks right yeah, now. It's awful. It's awful. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone when I say that. Yeah, I don't think you are either. I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. And it wasn't even just with... Uh, felt like it was another 2k not 2k but like another ea sports game that it was i think it was the same thing with the newest madden but i could be wrong i saw i hated that too but we'll get to that in another day okay gotcha all right so gonna kind of teeter off into a slightly different area for my next review it's actually a phone app and it's called blast and um wow just lost my train of thought for a second oh okay so what it basically is it's a 
man, how do you even describe this app? It's like a savings account app. Okay. That you can uh, you transfer money from your ch- checking account to the savings account through playing games. Okay. But they also they also have missions where you can essentially earn dividends by completing certain objectives in games. Okay. Okay, so example, um, one of the games that it has is, uh, let's say, Clash of Clans. Um, you can set triggers inside of the app so that every minute you play Clash of Clans, it transfers ten cents to your savings account. And the savings account, by the way, it has like a two percent interest rate. Okay. Or so you actually gain money by having money in the savings account. Um, and you can also every week or so they have like a list of missions that you can complete, and it's like all different games. And some of the missions are like play this game for twenty minutes, play this game for ten minutes, reach level five in this game, blah blah blah. blah. And by completing the mission you'll get like anywhere from 25 cents to a dollar sometimes even a dollar 25 just by completing the object objective okay and on top of that you can also get experience points too and the experience points um go up to add to this like leaderboard and then depending on where you are in the leaderboard for that week you can even actually gain money from it oh geez. and i know this sounds like this app sounds like an absolute scam but i've used it for about two months now and i can tell you it's legit i've withdrawn money from it and it it works okay. um so so it's not a scam thankfully uh so i pretty much listed my pros already that there's lots of missions to complete like every week so there's like like i i don't even have any of the triggers set up to like transfer money from games that i'm playing or like from my checking account to my savings account and I've gotten, I think I got up to like 30 bucks in like a month and a half just from play, like completing the objectives. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and it has a super great interface. Um, it's like really clear and easy what you have to do or like each menu. I would say the only cons is that withdrawals take forever. It takes like, sometimes it feels like it takes a week and a half in order for the money to show up in your account. Um, <laughs> some of the games for the missions are like crap like they're okay. like janky jank like this one that i just played the other day is like a knockoff of a knockoff of candy crush <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but some of the games are like top tier like there's actually games that i downloaded and tried and i actually like liked and played for a little bit outside of beating the mission for it okay um i think right now it's only available for android Okay. I, I could, the last time I checked anyway, because they're still kind of in a weird like beta thing right now. Um, but I suggest giving it a try because it's essentially getting paid to play games. Okay. Essentially. It's like the closest you can get. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I would say it's a hit. It's worth a shot. Give it a... I think you'll have a blast with it. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh. Wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Oh, that was bad. All right, so that's good for my review. Okay, so I'm going to make this next one quick because we're running out of time again, which is crazy because I feel like it goes way faster. But uh, mine's going to be old school RuneScape Mobile. So in case you don't know, 
RuneScape is a MMO that was very popular among middle schoolers and high schoolers around 2007. It was a browser game, so you didn't have to buy it or download it anywhere. You could just play it right on your internet, Chrome, Explorer, whatever you used back then. Uh, it had free-to-play options and member options. Uh, Why did I try it back in the day? Uh, I wanted to have a game to play. Didn't have a lot of money, so it was just kind of cool to be able to play online with your friends and have that opportunity. Uh, just recently, they released it, I think it was earlier this month actually, for iOS and Android to be able to play the game. So you can actually play Old School RuneScape on your Android, the exact same setup. Uh, I've been playing RuneScape Mobile, like I said, about a month. I've been playing the game itself for probably 11 years now. So you have to create a new character or member when you actually play the game to actually be able to play Old School, but it's still worth it. Uh, pros, translate well to mobile really works well as a game to be able to play on a mobile phone or iPad or tablet to be able to touch and, and play the game. It's a lot of clicks kind of game. It's click repetitive, but that's just kind of what the game is. Uh, it's the exact same version as the computer version, so you can actually play on your tablet, get home and play on your computer, and pick up right where you left off, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, my favorite feeling, though, or pro, is the feeling of nostalgia. This game was important to me when I was a kid. Really fun to get to play now as an adult and be able to play that. Cons, graphics are bad. It's part of the experience. That's the way the game looked back in 2007. They didn't want to change it. So it's a con, only if you've never played the game before. Uh, to fully be able to experience the game as a whole, you do have to have a membership because there's a lot of opportunities and modes that you can't play unless you're a member. So that kind of stinks. But the cool thing from that is, uh, nowadays, they actually have this thing called a bond, which you can buy in-game with in-game currency to be able to buy the membership. So you don't have to use your actual money. You oh, nice! I like that. Currency. So it's it's like four million dollars, which in the game, which is a lot. But once you get good at it, it's not that bad. Uh, the one biggest con to me is it drains a ton of battery and data. It uses absolutely just drains your battery, which makes sense. It's an MMO. You're playing online, loading an entire world. So it stinks. Would I recommend it to somebody? Heck yes! If you have ever played RuneScape in your life. Try it. Give it a chance. Have fun playing it with your friends. If you're looking for a fun MMO and you've never played RuneScape before, give it a chance. Same as well on your on your phone. Just a good way to waste time. Uh, if I could make anything better, I'd make a way to try to have it where it doesn't drain your battery as much as it does and uh, possibly work on allowing certain skills trainings to be able to be played offline so you don't have to worry about eating up all your data. Sounds good. All right. So... If you're all set there, I know we're hit the 30-minute mark. I'm, I think we can wrap all of this up in 40. I think so too. I think so. Okay, okay. So, um, do you want me to start with the? Heck yeah, get right into it. All right, cool. All right, so for our collaboration review that Jake and I are doing, we're doing the Haunting of Hill House, and there is some very mild, mild spoilers in this, but I think everybody will be fine. Brief, brief description that I grabbed from Wiki, Wikipedia. It's a thriller horror series where the plot alternates between two timelines following five adult siblings whose paranormal experiences at Hill House continue to haunt them in present day. The series also features flashbacks to 1992 depicting the events in Hill House leading up to the eventful night the family departed. And it's exclusive to Netflix, just so you guys know. Um, Jake, do you want to start yeah, off start. with your... So- uh, why did I try it? Uh, I've always loved horror movies. I like being scared. 
as weird as that sounds, there's just some kind of adrenaline feel. I feel like it kind of involves me, my love of sports. But I want, I loved horror movies, so I'd love to see the character development of a TV series that had horror in it. So that's kind of why I got involved in it. Yeah, all right. And, and I wanted to try it for basically the same reasons. It, I, I just love seeing like new takes on horror and stuff like that. And from the trailers and stuff I saw, it looked really good. So I figured I had to try it. And um, for I saw the whole series, the whole 13 episodes. And, and I think I, Jake, I only you saw just the watched first the episode. first. Correct. Okay. So he'll be basing a lot of his pros and cons on just the first episode. I will... I, I think from what we've talked about, I'll pretty much agree with him on the first impressions from the first episode, but I'll go into more detail on the whole series after Jake is done. Okay, I'll give my quick pros and cons, just because they're so short, I don't have a lot to debate off of, and then I'll, I'll allow you to do your pros and cons. So, all right, thank you. first of all, I have, my pro is great camera work. I love the cinematography, the way they filmed it, the way they moved the camera, didn't allow you to see certain things, did allow you to see certain things. I really appreciated that as a, a fan of cinematography. And I believe Alex agrees with me on that one, right? Yes, yep, I definitely agree that the cinematography is some of the best I've seen, especially coming from a Netflix series. Okay, and then my other pro I had was easy to follow even with the time changes. In the first episode, there was a couple time changes, but I didn't really feel lost because I kind of realized that's what they were doing right off the bat. And so, As long as you understand that, it's not too hard to follow. And my last pro is uh, you can see the opportunity to make the show have great development and twists. So you can see how they could allow the characters to develop differently than you expect them to when you first see them. And I can totally see that. So I appreciate that. They didn't. They left a lot of doors open to be able to develop it the way they want. Uh, my, my cons, like I said, keep in mind this is only the first episode I've ever seen. So I'm not judging this as a whole, but just one single episode. It wasn't scary enough for me for the first episode. I wanted to be scared crapless. That's the whole reason I watched it. There were a few parts to me. This is another con. In the first episode, they were just a little bit cheesy. That, that I could have dealt without. And I understand it. It's a TV show and all this. So there's going to be... It can't be the same kind of horror as I've expected in the past with movies. So it felt a little cheesy. And to me, like I said, first episode, everything, it left a lot to be desired. Obviously, there's 12 other episodes I haven't seen, so you can't really judge that too much. Okay. Fair enough. I, and I, for the most part, based on like the first episode, if I only watched the first episode, I would pretty much agree with you on everything that you said. Both pros and cons. Because um, there is a fair amount of cheesiness in some of the episodes but um i'm kind of going to go into more detail since i've seen the whole series um my some of my pros other than the fantastic cinematography is that there is some excellent character development and character depth um i think as far as like horror movies slash shows that i've seen this is some of the best character development and character depth I've seen in most shows. Like there were some characters that I really hated in the at first, and I grown to like later on, and vice versa. Um, there's some also really great plot twists and turns. Um, I can I can name at least two or three points that I, I was like, "Wow, didn't see that coming." Type of type of thing where I was like really happy that what I was kind of expecting was what happened. Like it was good payoff. Um, I would say my biggest con, or at least one of my biggest cons, is that the way that this show's been marketed or what people have commented on it is really misleading. Because I was telling Jake that um, when we first recorded this episode that 
you shouldn't expect this to scare your pants off because that's not what the show's about. It's more about the psychological aspect of it and not jump scares every here, twist and turn. Um, and just from people commenting on it, saying that like they couldn't even watch, like finish watching the show or something like that. Don't believe those people. They obviously never seen a horror movie before or anything remotely scary. I'm pretty sure the scariest movie they've seen is Home Alone. Then, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, that nail through the but, foot, man. I had nightmares for years. Yeah, exactly. Home invasion by these two like cracked out homeless people. <laughs> well, anyway, but um, I highly recommend just not going into the show expecting to get the pants scared off of you okay like don't like get that in your head for sure uh, i will say my con number two is the ending might not satisfy some people and at first when i ended it i was like oh but then as i like post viewing i'm like you know what i like that like it grew on me type of scenario post viewing um and to be fair to the show I have no like if I was the director I would have no idea how to end the show if especially if you watch if you finish the series I don't know what I was expecting anyway so I was happy with the way it ended um my I think my third biggest like my third con here is that there's two episodes that definitely should have been swapped okay because because it's because of the way that they ordered the episodes it basically one made one episode filler and like totally st- like worthless okay and that would bug me i will be honest (laughs) yeah or they what they should have done if they really wanted to keep that episode where it was they probably could have made it a half hour rather than the 45 minutes okay because there was like there's some important information in the episode that is basically filler but for the most part it was kind of dumb they if they were smart i wish they would have just swapped the episodes okay um so if if you could do one thing to make it better, what would it be? I think it would be honestly switching those two episodes because I think be it. it would make I think it would make if they switched the order of it, it would have made the the episode before it like if they switched the order that much more impactful. Okay, to me, mine can't be what would make it better, but to me, if what would make it good. So if it, they do this, it'll make me happy. Is if when I finish the show, if it leaves me thinking, I'll be happy. Oh, and it will. Okay. I, I still think about it, even okay. it's been, and it's been weeks okay. since I finished it. So, so I'll be good with that then. So, so that wraps up our, our collaboration review of this. I'm gonna say because I haven't seen it yet, the full show, everything I've heard from Alec and other viewers, it's gonna be a hit. I can't deny it. So I'm gonna say it's gonna yeah. be a hit. But from my personal views, there's a lot that needs to be added for me to love it. That's fair, and it's a hit for me because I think it's perf- a perfect outing for people that kind of want to get into this genre. I think it's a good start, and then it's good for people that watch horror movies a lot if they want something different. Okay, so we're going to quickly skip into our uh, last segment of the day, which is going to be called uh, yeah. uh, Keep It or Lose It. It's an idea that Alec came up with. Basically, same. it sounds exactly what it sounds like is – you're going to keep one thing and you're going to lose another thing forever. This is like you have to pick one or the other. There's no in-between. So right with that, Correct. Alec will uh, explain what this week's Keep It or Lose It is about, and then we'll go from there. Yep. Okay, so for this episode, it's since Thanksgiving is upon us, well, actually by the time this uploads, it'll be in the past. But, you know, 
Whoa. So, whoa. So, yeah, this is a Thanksgiving edition. Um, so Jake has to choose between a, um, a list of food items, basically, and I'm going to give him two things to choose from for each question, basically. So to start you off, Jake, apple pie or pumpkin pie? You get to keep one and lose one forever. I think I'm going to keep the pumpkin pie. I'm not a biggest fan of pie in general, which is probably a sin enough as it is, but apple pie to me has never been the biggest thing. And pumpkin pie, I like it because I can put as much whipped cream on it as I want and not feel bad about it. So I think I'll think I'll keep the keep the pumpkin pie. Yeah, and that's fair. And I I think if most people are honest, the pumpkin pie it's a side to the whipped cream. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, I'll re- I'm reordering these as I go. Okay. So how about apple cider or pumpkin spice? I'm going to have to keep apple cider. I just Apple cider is my life. It's so That's good. That's fair. I think most people would agree with you. Most. Except for basic white girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to say that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, turkey or ham? I have to keep one forever and the other just gone. Uh, yes. I remember last time when we recorded this, it struggled, and I'm struggling again. I love my turkey. I love my turkey tacos, my turkey leftover sandwiches, all that. It's just so good. And as much as I love it, I can't, I can't give up ham. To me, ham <laughs> has such a unique flavor, which if you don't like, I understand it because it's so potent, but I can't I can't give it up. For breakfast, all my, my sandwiches I make, I just can't do it. So, buy turkey. So, so turkey is gone forever. It's gone, gone forever. All right. Okay, I changed this one up a little bit. Baked potato or mashed potato? Oh God. See, oh man, baked potato is so good with chili and the sour cream in there and the chives, <laughs> and you can add some bacon. You can add ham because I decided to keep that. Um, but mashed potatoes. But with mashed man. potatoes, you got your gravy, dude. You got- I I have to keep my mashed potatoes. I could eat plates, literal plates. Like people can keep the turkey, their stuffing, all that other stuff, their rolls. I could eat plates on plates on plates of mashed potatoes with butter and salt. I don't even need gravy. Like the gravy's added, but that's how much I like baked or mashed potatoes. Fair enough. I, I gotta keep those. I gotta ask you something real quick. I know we're still running over. It's okay. But this is a very necessary question. Have you ever seen somebody put gravy on a baked potato? I have not, no. Okay. I was just curious. I just thought about this. I mean, I don't see why not. But I haven't if seen you it. Ha- if any listeners have, please let me know. Let I need me- to see if this is actually a thing. And if it is, is it like a normal gravy or are we talking like sausage gravy, like like breakfast gravy, like biscuits and gravy I, gravy? I or- feel like you just put like Brown normal gravy, gravy on, like brown gravy on it. I, I agree. I agree. I'm gonna try that tomorrow. I'm gonna try that, folks. Well, I guess. Please. In the, I guess. And when you're listening I to it, to previous you. Thursday, I will listen to it or eat it. There I don't go. know what I'm there doing anymore. All right. Got it. Um, and then here's the last one that I came up with today. Oh gosh. Cornbread or rolls? Oh, oh, buddy, dude. Famous Dave's cornbread is my favorite cornbread on earth. And rolls, man. The I don't nice know. fluffy dinner I, rolls. I don't man. know if you know this or not, but one of my favorite meals I like to eat while I'm at work, I go to f- Family Fair and get their chicken dinner meal. It comes with two pieces of chicken, mashed potatoes, and your choice of a roll or cornbread. 
I don't know if I've ever did, got the same thing twice in a row. I'm like, mm, cornbread sounds good. Then next week, I'm like, I just had cornbread. I'm going to get the roll. God, that's a hard decision. Just fried chicken with cornbread and never having that again. And then what about your roll sandwiches that you do? I... I think you're right. I I don't. I think I think I have to stick with my rolls, which hurts me deep inside because <gasps> wow. Because I corn, honestly expected you to say cornbread. Because cornbread, cornbread with a piece like with some butter on it, and it's sweet. Man, you got to answer now. You got three seconds. What's your final answer? I got to keep my rolls. All right. Me and Jackie went to the store tonight. We went to the store to buy stuff for Thanksgiving, and I told her we had to buy those King's Hawaiian sweet rolls. Which I don't yeah, know if you've I ever know exactly had. Exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I can't live without those. So fair enough. Goodbye cornbread. Right. Goodbye cornbread. I think I turkey. Finally broke Jake. I don't think I'm allowed to have Thanksgiving. I decided to keep, I guess mashed potatoes, but no, no, nor uh, cornbread. Yeah, you said you said ham instead of turkey. So <sighs> well, it was nice knowing y'all. I guess I'm gonna go live with the weird people that don't eat turkey. So <laughs> bye. Oh jeez. Well, I, that wraps it up for my keep it or lose it. So. I know, we know this episode went a little bit longer as well. It's still a little bit shorter than the last time. We understand the things we can adapt and change from here on out. Uh, we th- appreciate you listening to us. Uh, like I said, this is going to be an ongoing project. We're going to change it as it goes, hopefully shorten it down for you guys and make it even more enjoyable to listen to. We have a, our uh, podcast available on Facebook. Uh, we have the links to YouTube uh, and right now CastBox. Eventually yeah. we're going to add in uh, SoundCloud and itunes but we have to get more episodes set up first so yeah follow us on oh. all those ma- social medias yeah we also have um twitters on our facebook page you can access our twitter from our facebook page now as well perfect so we'll have links in the descriptions on all of those how to get to our alternative forms of social media so thanks for listening we appreciate it and uh hope you have a hope you had a nice thanksgiving yeah, hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, thank Ate you lots of turkey. Now time time. to hit the gym, hopefully. <laughs> That's right. We're almost to those New Year's resolutions, so you can break those too. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Have a good day, everybody. All right, bye.